Hey agents, Gray, your dungeon master here. A few quick things before we get into the mission. Firstly, we want to remind you to rate and review the show if you're enjoying it. It helps us a ton, and we greatly appreciate it. Secondly, our Triton intern and dear friend Jesse got a new job recently, taking him across the country. We're excited as hell, but moving cross-country is an arduous task, especially during the holiday season, so please bear with us while we get ourselves settled. We might take a break for the holidays while we settle into a new setup, but I'll try and get a little something up for you in the meantime, just in case. Okay, I think that's everything, so let's get into the mission. Today, on 20-Sided Spies. Candlelight glitters across the rough surface of a large hunk of red crystal, while a sound of frantic scrawling fills the air. Dressed in the garb of the Arcane Brotherhood, an elven man takes furious notes across a series of damp papers. Through obsessive timetables, addresses, and unfamiliar names, a question repeats itself. Where is the asset? Just rustling through my bag of candy. Have happy Halloween, folks. Don't mind me. Yeah. And we got a <laughs> lot of candy. <laughs> It'll probably be like Thanksgiving by the time this episode goes Yeah, out. I was going to say, we. Uh, it's going to be way past Halloween. Well, just Listen. know that as I'm recording this, I'm enjoying so much Halloween candy. Never um, let that spooky spirit leave your heart. It's here to stay forever. Shut up. Can we get on with the thing? Fine. <laughs> it's mission time. Aw. Sting operation. Your mission, should you choose to accept it... We don't really have much choice. ...is to infiltrate a hidden underground lab run by a tiefling wizard, presumably affiliated with the Arcane Brotherhood, who you have accused, at least in your, through your own interrogations of being responsible for the distribution of a stone that compromises your entire agency. It is dusk is go in time. Luskin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's next? What's the, um, your team has returned to the city of pirates up in the north. Um, things are still chaotic. Um, what time would you like to commence your operation? Hmm. Midnight. Yeah. Well, Hell yeah. Yeah, because it should probably be some time where you can easily sneak into the water to at least go talk to the merfolk. Right. Fair. Well, then, should we do it a little bit before midnight? When does uh, time... When does sky get dark? When does sky yeah. get dark early? Because <laughs> yes. it is... You're it in is those, time. like, uh... Winter months okay. of sorts. You want to do like maybe like Fall 10 esque. p.m. A little bit before midnight. So we have a bit more time because we don't want to wait until like we might be there for longer. All right, fine. 1030. All right. Compromise. Okay. The moon is high in the sky. Like a pizza pie. And it hits your eye. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Bam>. amore. <laughs> it, wow. It Dying hurt. words. Amore. It hurts. That shit hurted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're going off um, the rails. Let's do it. I'm high on candy right now. Oh, we are on Belle. sugar high, coffee high. Mm-hmm. Isabel is disguised. Tell me about your disguise. I don't have my hat. <gasps> well, it's just, it sticks out too much. I mean, it's also dark, so you don't need it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, I don't need it. Second of all, I'm wearing very stylish black 
thick-rimmed glasses that have a spell on them that when the sunlight does come out, they turn into shades. Wearing your sunglasses at night? Yeah. So right now they're clear glasses, but they can turn into shades. But right now I don't need my hat, and it's kind of conspicuous. True. I have a long lab coat. Okay. And, you know, trousers. Nice, formal, dark gray button-up shirt. Excellent. And a little red uh, tie. Cute. I love Aww. it. And I look like a little, little scientist. That's adorable. A little science guy. A little science man. A little With my negative one intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have to know that. You don't look it. You I, look like someone who's got a 14 in intelligence. You got like a permanent deception check on you. <laughs> I am so smart. It me. It smart me, guy. Smart, smart man. Let's get some stealth checks from the whole team as they move into position. Where are my dice? Oh, they're blending into... 15. 15? Oh my god. That's a 15. Not natural 20. Cool. An unnatural 20? A dirty 20? A dirty 20. Uh, 16. 16. Alright. The... Pirates on patrol rolled a one. So, oh, great. Under the cover of night. Clang, clang, clang. You slip effortlessly to the river's edge. A steep 80-foot drop in front of you. Hawari and Ginny descend into the river. Below. Y'all just jump? Yeah. Damn. I do like that really cool, like, pencil form. I do that really cool pencil form where you, like, cross your arms and just... Yeah, pencil dive. Yeah. Um, I just kind of walk into it and sort of sink slowly, like the iron boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, right, because yeah. you're just big metal. Yep. You two have dove into the water. Hawari eventually sinks. Like iron boots, Zelda-esque feet, boots on the ground at the bottom of the river. Clank, clank, um, clank, clank. You now see the famed hidey hole that Jenny has taken position near. This is the the Heidi Hole I told you about. Is it really called a Heidi Hole? Yeah, don't mention it to them. I we we had a very long talk about it. It's a branding thing. Okay, so don't tell them that it's bad. Right. Okay. I mean, it's bad, but they're also using it to keep people away because no one wants to go into a Heidi Hole. So it's kind of good. Oh, that's effective. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, it's they're good. they're clever. Okay. Yeah. All right, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Two of you make your way through. We discuss branding strategies on the way through. Jenny is telling me passionately about her plan, <laughs> her branding plan. Always be branding, always, ABBA. It's good advice. It's a good acronym. Mm-hmm. Love that band. What? Who? Brand. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you make your way through the end towards Vosh's chamber, where you were before. And Merfolk is asleep, and he is stirred. When you make your way into the room, he wakes and sees you. He goes, oh, hello, friend of the waves. Welcome back to the hole. I do the shaka thing. Yep. Yep. Shaka bra. I see you've brought a companion. Yeah. Yeah. How do they not drown in this environment? I've never seen something. I've never seen a land walker make their way through our tunnels with so little problem. 
Because they're that cool. You walk down here as if though you were above? Yes. What is this? Um, well, I'm mm, calculating whether or not how much to give away. <laughs> I'm special. Oh, weren't we all? In, so, in our own unique way. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. Well, I presume you've returned to deal with our housing dispute, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Excellent. Great to hear. Well, if you need nothing else of me, I will retire for the night well, and leave you to your business. Well, Surely it is not my business to know how you do your thing. Well, it's, it's a little bit. It's, it's our business. I thought we, this is our business together. This is part of the, the, the housing crisis. I thought we were in real estate now. <laughs> if I'm going to be frank, um, I would personally prefer... As little known about us in the Heidi hole as possible. It is a Heidi hole. I know we like to emphasize the second half, but in this instance, the first half really must be stressed. Heidi. I've been calling it the Heine hole. Oh, common misconception. That, hmm, that's a different kind of hole, I believe, according to my uh, data. I don't know, I gotta rewrite a whole chapter in my book, I guess. I hope the rewrites are quick. Short chapter. Um, so, uh, got some of your goop, your lovely drink. Yeah, it's good. Um, you get it through the grate above, correct? Absolutely, yes. And he gestures to the grate up above. Um, there are no lights through it now. Mm-hmm. It seems like the room may be dark, or whatever happenings in that room are no longer happening right now. Do you know if we could enter through that grate? It is locked, but you are. Mm-hmm. Certainly welcome to take a crack at it. Have you ever tried to get up there or investigate it? We do not have the tools. The grate was installed and we haven't found a way to get past. It was installed before or after you got here? Oh, after. Okay. When they moved in and the water was drained, they installed it as a way of controlling the flow in and out. And they being people you've seen in this uh, real estate dispute? Yes. In a sense. In a sense. In a sense. We haven't seen them, per se. Right, but you know they're there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you know Um, anything else about what they do? Well... Anything you overheard? Something involving these goop, this delicious sustenance they let seep down. We think it is a byproduct of whatever they're doing, and it's unfortunate that they haven't done as much lately. (laughs) If you're up there and and they have more, tell them to bring more down. Um, have you noticed any more treasure chest kind of appearing oh we salvage everything from the bottom nothing we find we don't find any valuables from above only sustenance okay um so you know we're, we're kind of keeping it where you know people know as little about you in your hidey hole as possible that's beneficial for us so you know we can kind of keep that mutually exclusive you don't really have to know much about us and how we do our thing you know all that stuff we keep it nice and beneficial that being said is there anything here that you have that you'd like to offer that you think would help us kind of mitigate your housing dispute hmm he thinks he says ah i have just the thing okay and he passes you this kind of um drawstring bag the strings kind of lazily float in the water he's like inside here is a gem from my home um 
it can help us quickly retain use of the facility. When you are done, you've taken everything you need, you've cleared it out, just leave this behind, remove it from its container, and we will be good to go. So leave it behind. Yes. Take it, make sure you remove it from Mm -hmm. its container. Okay. And get out of there quick. Okay. All right. That would be ideal. That I understand. Thank you, Dave. Thank you kindly. Um, It is always a pleasure to work with those who are on the same page and appreciate discretion and the finer things. I I think, you know, we we have the same priorities, so it's good. Excellent. I'll I'll see you to your work then. All right. Thank you. And he curls up to sleep. Oh, that's nice. All four arms. All four arms. He's got like two pillows just kind of mashed in there. Oh, shit. We should have asked them for something about breathing underwater. But maybe they don't know anything. It's probably going to be in the lab. I mean, none of their people need it. That's true. So they wouldn't have anything. Um, you Now that you know the layout of the space, though, mm-hmm. it's fair to assume that you could probably get back here relatively quickie, quickly. Quickly. No more than a few minutes. Hmm. Less well, than ten. I don't think Bill has ten minutes. In the- <laughs> well, maybe for you, Jenny's a bit faster mm. under the water. Yeah, how long can a person hold their breath? Because that's based on a constitution check. Mm. I've got all the notes, <laughs> but you can make that check before you go, right? It'll be. I got it all set up. <sighs> I don't like this, but I guess I have to. Fine. What's the plan, gang? You two are down there. You got this grate overhead. Oh, you have to um, unlock the grate first. So that yeah. If you come grab me, we can immediately thrust me in there where there's air. Well, I do have thieves' tools integrated into my body. That's true. So maybe we can check it out and see if there's anything I can do about that right now. Hell yeah. Why don't you give me a thieves' tool check? Okay. That's your D20... Plus, yep, plus dex, plus your proficiency bonus. I got 11. 11? Mm-hmm. That's enough. I just check for the difficulty of the lock. Just a 10. You are able to kind of get this lock open. It's been rusted and damaged by the constant setup underwater here. Perhaps this is the wrong kind of metal, but you're able to pop it open. And the grate swings open downwards towards you. And do you continue further? I would check mm. it first so you don't just throw me in there. And then yeah. Let's, let's scope it out very lightly first, like not going in too far and see if there's anything we can find without like tipping anybody off. Maybe okay. just a quick perception check to see if there's any form of uh, security mm-hmm. around there. I'm going to also do detect portal. Okay. So I know if there's any portals within a thousand feet of me. One thousand? Yeah. There are. Um, you get the idea that there is a portal inside the host tower of the arcane. Mm-hmm. You know where it goes? Uh, I, yes, and I do know which plane. The Nine Hells. Oh! oh! Okay. However, that's not in here. Not in this not in this facility. I mean, great. All right, then. Um, stakes have been raised. Significantly. Um, can I throw in... Seven. Oh, go ahead. That's a seven for perception. Mm, Not well, so hot. Let me throw a... Uh, can I throw, like, an investigation? 
Yeah. Okay. Would that yield kind of similar results? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got... 16. So when you pull yourself up into the thing a little bit, you your investigation reveals that you are inside some sort of tank. Ooh. You get the idea that this tank is built to kind of take in water from below mm-hmm. and then drain it back out as it needs as for some research-based purposes. There is some sort of um, clear shield on it, perhaps glass or some sort of crystal that kind mm-hmm. of keeps the um, a barrier between the tank itself and the room at large. It's dark in the room, and it's tough to see, um, but you can see look like shelves walled with um, different things. Um, and it's at that moment that you see from an open doorway a kind of, um, it almost looks like a green flashlight beam kind of pan across the dark room. And you can it lights up things on the walls. Um, give me a stealth check, if you would. At advantage. Sixteen. All right, you're able to duck out of the way before this thing approaches, and peeking through, just kind of barely over the lip, you can see what looks like a uh, a short humanoid, um, dark colors, kind of a uh, looks sort of scaly in a strange way, like there's mm-hmm. random bits of bone or flesh sticking out in strange ways, and there is this green beam there's a light kind of coming out of the center of its head as it's looking around the room and when it looks towards you you duck at the last second when you see that this thing's face is dominated by one huge green eye in the center of it okay you duck down below but it's like a humanoid humanoid yeah shorter than a person um Mm. So it's not like a little a taller than a halfling beholder kind of situation. No, no, no. It it's got, like it's got a torso, arms, and legs. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Interesting. Um, but you do have it open. Okay. The tank right now is clear of water. So once you pull yourself up beyond the um, kind of like grate where it is, it's maybe another few inches of water before open air and mm-hmm. then the interior of this tank. So it's an air pocket. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Is there any way to get out of the tank? From where you're at, it doesn't seem like it. There's okay. another grate up above, okay. perhaps for ex- over- letting extra water through. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe water comes in that way. Okay. But um, but this is not actually a way to get in. It's kind of just like we can see from there. We can kind of like hide and get like air, but there's no way to actually get into the room from the tank. Well, from your investigation... You rolled well enough. So you would also know, um, if you needed to, you could break through this glass. This glass isn't, ex- it's not like um, like a tough crystal, per se. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to contain anything that could break out. Mm-hmm. Um, so you feel like, if you needed to, you could cut through it and break it. Mm. Hmm, maybe we could, like, cut a circle as if we were, like, jewel thieves. I guess you would know, Miss... Jewel shard. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It is, hmm. I guess we could do that with one of our weapons. Maybe with, like, you have, like, the trident. Yeah, it's head, pretty right? sharp. I so guess. you can do something like that. Should we bring Bell here first, or should we kind of keep looking? Is there water in this tube right now, or is it... No. The tube, um, once you 
get past the grate that Hawari unlocked, mm-hmm. it's air. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So it's an air pocket. Yeah, maybe we should us. bring Bell and, like... I could also, if you want to go get Bell, mm-hmm. I could kind of wait here mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, keep an eye to see if anyone else, like, walks by and just mm-hmm. kind of... Why aren't you a faster swimmer? I'm a pretty fast swimmer. Then you should come get me. But can Bell give you air? What? What? Can Hawari give you air? Hawari doesn't breathe, so Hawari oh. can't like they don't take have air like, and then yeah. right. So our in. vacuum plan didn't work. I guess I could just yeah. I guess I could just I say like I can up. like open yeah. up like part of my arm or something and just store air. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bubble. Yeah. In that case, I guess Hawari, if you want to kind of keep keep yeah. guard, I'll go swim mm-hmm. swim Bell here because he's a chump. Yeah, that's Bell. not nice. No, teamwork. it's not. I'm so sorry. Teamwork. <laughs> uh, while you are waiting mm-hmm. for your team, where mm-hmm. what are you doing? Are you sitting on the edge? Or are you trying to look casual? I'm sitting behind a rock. Okay, I'm trying to be out of sight. Oh, so you're trying to hide? So do, give me a stealth check, real quick. That was my stealth. 24. Nice. There is a patrol of Luskin pirates kind of making rounds throughout the streets at night. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear them coming before you see them, and you're able to duck out of the way, and they pass by your area. They examine the edge. Um, there's a tenseness about them. It seems like they're still on edge after the events of yesterday. That's fair. Um but they finish their rounds. They do not detect you, and they move on. Nice. It's at this time that Jenny gets back to the edge, um, to the end of the tunnel. How do you signal to Bell? Bell. You hear a bird call from eighty feet below. That must be Miss Jewelshire. <laughs> Who else? Would Who it else be? would it be? <laughs> of course. Bell. Bell! Bell! <laughs> I look up here over the edge like, I know. <laughs> Do you see me? Yes. Shh, be quiet, please. <laughs> I'm like gesturing like, come on. I'm not jumping 80 feet. <laughs> Ca-ca! What's your plan then? Can I like climb down with a rope? You only have 50 feet of rope. Fuck. How am I going to plunge into 80 feet? I'll catch you. You're not going to catch me. <laughs> I'm going to catch you. Is this a, okay? All joking aside, mm-hmm. will this destroy my ass? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hawari jumped. Hawari is also too. a robot person. Jenny yeah. jumped. Jenny is also a water person. You can scale maybe like 45 feet down if you tie a rope to something and then jump the rest. Okay, I'm going to do that. All right. So you leave, um, you tie a rope around like a, a pit and mm-hmm. metal spike or something. You wedge it in somewhere where it seems secure and you scale your way down. You get down about like 45 feet and you look down the remaining 35 and you can see Jenny at the bottom, like gesturing, like, come on, just jump. No, don't bring the rope. Bring the rope. I can't bring the rope. You can't leave it. Let's leave. People are going to know we were here. So? I mean, they're not going to know we were here. They're going to know someone was here, and let's go. They're going to. People are going to know where the hiney hole, hole is. <laughs> the what? <laughs> it's just heard the what? 
don't don't worry. The high knee. It's you'll see it. You'll see the high knee. So you want me to climb all the way back up, cut the rope, and then jump from eighty feet? Yes. It'll be fine. It's water. Fine. <laughs> you climb all the way all back, the way back up. Give me an athletics check. That's a lot of climbing. I'm gone for, for five minutes, and this is what happens. Twelve. Well, you don't fall, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> you get to the top, you cut, you untie the rope, you get your pitten back, and then you peer over the edge at the 80-foot drop oh, God. to the river below. I hate it. I hate it so much. All right, I'm going to do it. Can you do, like, a high jump or something, Jenny, and kind of, like, catch them midair? Yeah, I could, but just jump. I'm just going to jump. Give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> uh, we wasted bef- so much time doing But before you do, uh-huh. describe your dive. Oh, God. At least ideally. I take a couple steps back. And I, like, steal myself, and then I run, and then I'm trying to, like, dive, like, a, I don't know anything about diving. I don't do a lot of swimming in general, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to simulate what I know of diving as best I can. Doing, like, a, a arms out in front of you, head first, feet last kind of dive? Yes. Okay. Can, can I jump up to try to catch them? Give me an acrobatics check as well, Jenny. Twenty-one. Wow, that's a pretty good dive. That would be a nineteen. Hey, wow! It is the picture of grace. <laughs> I probably have seen one person dive ever, mm. and then my photographic memory is like reconstruct this perfectly, <laughs> and your brain is oh, like, just like, if I become human, <laughs> basically God, stop. Sure, why no. not? You're like, if I don't do this right, I will die. I will probably die. Yeah. It is almost a shame that Hawari isn't here to see this impeccable cliff diving i'll be like wow it's mathematically perfect <laughs> how did they do it um, teach me you think for a moment you almost overcorrect but you catch yourself and you land Ginny is there to kind of like keep you from hitting the seafloor below and you hit the water jenny has got a hold of you and then you both surface and I'm like, oh, I hate the water. It's okay. You You're take only spend a little bit of time in there. Zero damage. Great Ooh. dive. Oh, would I have taken it? I would probably would have ate shit. <laughs> yeah. You fucked up, my pants would have been like deep in my own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> in the hiney hole. Yeah, like, speaking of that, are you ready to go into the hiney hole? What does that mean? Take a deep breath. <laughs> and we dive. All right, Belle, give me a. Constitution check. Oh, Jesus. Natural oh, 20. Wow. Hell yeah. These dice coming through in the clutch. Nerves are running high, but you are riding this adrenaline wave. Um, I'm is- also, I think, distracted a little bit from the fact that I can't breathe by the fact that I'm touching Jenny and it's terrifying <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> like, which one are you more scared of? <laughs> I was going to make Jenny do a roll to bring you through, but it doesn't matter what happens unless they deliberately try to drown you. Don't try to drown me. <laughs> you are making it there no matter what they do. Oh, well, you're I'm not- trying to get as by as fast. Like, I want to break my own record at this point. It's like, <laughs> I was going to say, if, if you kill Belle, you're not getting your college credit. So You're right. Yeah. I, I, 
Well, I can't do a murder. It's true. It's true. In the meantime, Hawari, mm-hmm. you are a sending guard. What are you doing? I'm making as little movement or sound as possible. All right. You wait and hide for, let's say, two, three minutes. Mm-hmm. And kind of like keeping an eye overhead, seeing this green light pass by every once in a while. Mm-hmm. And it seems like after a few minutes, the light doesn't seem to pass by anymore. Mm-hmm. What would you like to do? Um, I'm not going to make any moves until they get here. Um, but is there anything that I can ascertain from the light moving over, like shelves or anything like that? Can I see yeah. anything? Um, give me a quick perception check. See what how detailed your sight is. Uh, I got a nine. You catch vague shapes of things. It looks like there's a lot of tools okay. hanging around, um, kind of an eclectic collection. Mm-hmm. But in the dark, it's kind of tough to see. Right. It is not long before Hawaii and Bell reemerge. Bell looks Jenny and Bell. Sorry, excuse me. Right, I'm Jenny here. and Bell. It's okay. Um, they return. Bell looks better than you thought he might. Wow. I'm just like, <gasps> but then I'm also immediately let go of Jenny and cling to Hawari instead. Oh, are, are you okay? She was touching me. Oh, it's it's going to be okay. I jumped off of 80 feet. Oh. What the fuck is wrong with you people? You, it, hey, you should be proud of yourself. You seem unscathed, except for emotionally. The emotional damage, will, when will I ever heal from it? Oh, this makes me very sad. <laughs> You'll find, you'll find a way. One day. When we have to swim out. Mm. Oh. Let's not think about that right now. We need Bill's psyche intact. <laughs> Alrighty. What's the plan, then? What's the play? You guys are all in this tank. Oh breathing air is ready. No signs of any green light. Mm-hmm. And we have to either break the glass or go through the other vent? You haven't checked the other vent. Um, okay. Looks like the glass is a way in. You're not certain where the other one goes. All right. Do you... Okay, so... Should I go check out the other vent? How far is the other vent from here? Maybe ten feet above you. You'd have to kind of, like, spider climb the Mm -hmm. wall because it's Mm -hmm. a sheer climb up to that. Okay. Let me see. Should I check that out before we work on this glass? Because the contingency plan also is for you to cut the glass. Right. Like a jewel thief. Yeah, I think might as well take a look through the vent because, like... Who knows? Mm -hmm. What okay. if there's just a perfectly normal door? You never know. Okay. Give me Unless another fuse tools check. Also, however, first, um, I'm going to need the other two to give me athletics checks to boost up Hawari oh. to get to this top. Please help me boost. That's a six. Oh, I got a fucking one. <laughs> you guys try. And that one. You're... Maybe your legs are tired and they give out underneath you. Hawari comes crashing down on top of you. There's a big splash in the water. And we all go under again to hide. You see the green light. Everybody duck. duck. But you're gone. I am ducking, yeah. Holding my breath. You see and hear this, um, like, dull, like, boom, boom, sound on the glass as this thing, whatever it is, puts its three clawed hands up on the glass and he presses its like big eye to the tube and it starts looking around. Give me stealth checks, everybody. Uh, 
I'm going to go ahead and use luck. Okay. Oh, you took the lucky feet. Mm-hmm. Ah. Good, I roll, uh, let's see, a one. Oh, you got yeah. a 21. 21? Nice. That second one looks much better. That's 22. Hey. Oh, I got a 10. 10? Hey, you know what? Two are great. It doesn't look like I saw you. You can hear it uh, muttering and chittering as if it is speaking uh, faster than its brain can keep up uh, in a low voice to itself. And not any particular language. It's just like making these strange noises. It sounds like four languages simultaneously. Hmm. Hmm. What, do we know what languages? Um, commons in there a little bit. Sounds mm-hmm. like there's a bit of Elven. Sounds like Infernal, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just like a mishmash mm-hmm. of thoughts. Like it is entertaining five trains of thought at once. Before okay. it, and then it eventually pushes off the tube and keeps looking. Um, and okay. I breathe. Do I, do I recognize this creature at all from my studies? Give me a either history or Arcana check. Jeff Arkanacek. You just love launching it out of the box. Uh, that'd be an 11. 11? You think this might be a Nothic. Mm-hmm. Um, they are usually the result of wizards who delve into information that drives them mad and mm-hmm. warps their form into this kind of pathetic, monstrous thing. Um, they are hungry for knowledge, and they don't understand why things would hide it from them. I get that. That makes sense. Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I guess I mm, a little bit for me too. A little yeah, relatable. Yeah. You know, making little notes of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you think this might be a nothing? And it's the product of like spells, or it is a like, it, wizard or mage term. It used to be. Okay. Um, they pursued something dark too far probably made a mistake along the way it's usually in the pursuit of some sort of awful power uh-huh and uh fucked up and now they're a weird eyeball mutant okay so it transformed like at one point what might have been a human or something else yeah it's almost like a horrible test subject basically pretty much yeah it's like uh like, oh like look a what hum- your lie from full metal alchemist or something pretty shit. much yeah it's like look what the I fruits mean, of your I labor guess. have wrought <laughs> <laughs> um it isn't too long before it continues uh. its search elsewhere Okay. All right. We made it out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't work. Let's see. What else have the, I got in my... Because my, my uh, plan might be to take my trident and kind of put it against the glass and just kind of start spinning it. Oh, like a compass yeah. deal? Hell yeah. I like that idea. Give me... Hmm. What kind of check would that be? What kind of check would that be? But I do also want to make sure that it doesn't like, you know... Fall and hit the ground and shatter. You know what? Give me sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think it's a dexterity-based skill. Yeah. Wasn't sure if I was proficient or anything like that. That would make that a 19. Excellent. That's a great one. So, you're kind of getting the hang of it while you do it. It squeaks and screeches a little bit the first time, but you kind of, like, catch yourself and you figure out how to finagle it. So you drag the point of this trident all the way around as you can, and you eventually finish a clean cut. And you put your hands up against it, and you're able to kind of, like, um, 
you kind of push on the top end and then quickly grab the bottom end before it goes out. And now you've got this, like, disc of glass just pressed between your hands in this opening. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? I'm going to kind of just pull it on back in towards me if I can. Just kind of pull right. it right in so I can kind of rest it in the water. All right. You kind of pull this glass circle back in. Um, your teammates kind of, like, do what they can to press their backs up against the wall of this tube that you're all kind of crowded in. And you just slide it down into the water below. You see the tube kind of, like catch water and like, vroom, like flatten itself out as it slowly drifts down to the bottom. Yeah, because we might need that later. Mm-hmm. Don't true. anyone have mend? No. I do not. I okay. do not. Well, that's fine. I don't, but... Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Glass is open. What's right. the plan? Uh, quick yeah. perception check to make sure nothing is around. Yeah. Or maybe one of... Uh, my arcana is pretty good. If someone else wants to perception, because I might do an arcana check just to see if there's like a magic spell on the floor or something that might set off an alarm. Nineteen, and that's on perception. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna that's do an investigation. Ten for arcana. Okay, I got a uh, seven, seventeen in investigation. Investigation. Okay, and you did arcana. Yeah. Okay, so arcana check first. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any magical effect on the floor here. It seems like this area is pretty well traveled and. Um, the room itself is actually relatively small. It seems like it might be a, a smaller lab, and it seems like this room gets a lot of use. With your investigation check, you get the idea that this tube was used to kind of incubate something. There are trays set up nearby with more of that like purple sludge mm-hmm. stuff. And you get the idea that this tube is used a lot in those processes. Okay. When you get out, too, you even find um, the latch on the opposite side that would have pulled it open. Mm-hmm. Um, inaccessible from your side, but now you've got that. Okay. Bell, your perception check, when you... you got your good dark vision, so you can kind of see this room in full clarity. I've got, um... What is it? Infrared? Superior. Yeah, but, like, drow can technically... Oh, yeah, they see in, like... Drow technically have see, like, heat sensing. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow, you're like the perfect spy. Yeah. Basically. And that's so, why they have superior dark vision is I think that they can technically like heat sense people. Cool. So when you're peering around this room, it's a very eclectic setup. There's equipment everywhere. Mm-hmm. There are three doors to the room um, and there's a ladder that goes up to the ceiling. There's no trap door for whatever strange reason. And as you look, everything in the room is labeled. Like what? Well, <laughs> yeah, go- what's the label? So give me a perception check, actually. Or in- actually, give me investigation for the labels. Um, does that count for us, too? Uh, uh, and fucking three. <laughs> I don't see shit. I can't read. That's right. I can't even read. That's right. You cannot read the labels because uh, they are in common. Yeah, I can't 18. read. 18? 11. So... All I these- point them out, but I'm like, yeah. what's that say? I can't read it. <laughs> oh, there are words. There are words on that. <laughs> it's labeled. Um, it seems like they're just simple labels to just mention what it is. A spoon might be labeled spoon. A scalpel is labeled scalpel. Door yeah. is labeled door. Jenny, oh, a freak lives here. You yeah. notice a couple things. Uh, the label's wrong. You see like a, a um, there's like a, uh, a tuning fork that's labeled knife. You find on the ladder, it's labeled stool. No one touch anything. Okay. That, that, <laughs> that's good. This seems really 
weird. I don't like um, it. I want to do a nature check. Okay. I want to detect if there's any mimics in this room. Go for it. Oh, true. There were mimic eggs. That's an eight. Eight. I'll check, too, if you bring it up. Yeah. Hey, I think there might be uh, mimics. I think that's why these things are wrong. I think they're training. Okay. Uh, just, just a hunch. Okay. Just Let's see if we can figure it out. Thirteen. Thirteen. Can yeah. I do one as well. Oh, Absolutely. does that or does that work? You, well, you can do it again. And see if you get anything better. Eighteen. Eighteen. Nice. So you get the idea that this is sort of an incubation room for mimics, and. Gosh. When you investigate, um, your attention drawn to some of these things that are mislabeled, you kind of like put your finger on the table nearby it, and when you drag it across it and pick it up, there is this very faint like film of slime following some of these objects. Yeah. Mm. Um, Wait, are we out into the lab now? Assumedly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, for example, you drag your finger next to a spoon that is labeled clipboard. Mm-hmm. And you pick your finger up and notice that the little trail next to it, the spoon trembles slightly Ooh. like boom, 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 on the table. I don't oh, like it. mimics. Why do they need mimics? It must be part of some evil plan. Mm-hmm. Weird. Very sus. Does this room look any, does this room look familiar to you, Belle? This does look like the room you saw Oh, when you were interrogating yes. Kagak using your thought detection. Yeah, it does look like the room. I think this is the lab. But why are they trying to get mimics and how do they make that mm. stone? Hmm. What could mimics and that stone have to do with each other? I don't know. Mimics are gross. Yeah. I've also never seen one that's not a treasure chest. Yeah, it's very odd. It's very mm. surreal. Maybe they're experimenting all the stuff and trying to make... Like non-treasure chest mimics. I guess if they make a really inconspicuous mimic like a spoon, that would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Wonder if maybe if they're trying to like send out fakes of these crystals, possibly, yeah. or slowly trying to like, what if they can make a mimic into a person? That too. I don't know. I like that we're still like, like sitting around like theorizing, being like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like. Oh, like genuinely, like what's happening here? Is is there any like paperwork in this room? Yeah. So you dig through it. You kind of you're going around the area. You find stacks of papers near these kind of like um. You ever seen uh maybe at, like a bakery when they make gotta make like six hundred cookies and they got mm-hmm. those huge racks with like trays on them, mm-hmm. towers of trays. It's they've got like one of those in the corner that is just full of. He's like, um, looks like that sludge you were given by the merfolk with like crunchy peanut butter sized chunks in it, presumably the eggs themselves, um, just laid out on these trays and you find a stack of papers nearby, kind of like lab notes. And as you're going through them, there are two names. Cautiously touching the paper. Yes. Oh, paper, (laughs) the paper on the clipboard is labeled clipboard. (laughs) So you grab that, you're going through it. There are two names that you see. Throughout most of it. They are Rizix and Leonum. Mm-hmm. It seems like the... Um, Leonum? Leonum. Um, 
each paper like labeled with one of these two <laughs> names has, has its own distinct handwriting. You get the idea that there are maybe two people that work here. Mm-hmm. If there are more, none of them are allowed to take these notes for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And as while you are investigating this, the um, Hawari catches out of the corner of their eye the beam of green light crossed by the open doorway. We need to hide. Mm-hmm. Like now. I'm going to yeah. try to hide under a item in the room that is labeled the correct thing. All right. So give me stealth checks and perception checks. Aye, aye, aye. Ooh, let me see. Uh, and make sure you tell me what you're doing first. Well, I did stealth first and I got a 12. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got a 21 for stealth. Oh, wait, no. 18 for stealth. Oh, shit. And perception's a 20. Okay. Not perception's natural. 22. Great. Great. Oh, I haven't rolled it. I see you, Hori. Okay, I got a... Um... 16 for stealth and 15 for perception. Excellent. Good rolls. It seems like all of the hiding places you guys take in the room are safe. No mimics here. Let me check the number on this. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah. The, this Nothic kind of makes its way into the room, walks around... Um, what were your stealth rolls again? Um, 18. 18? 12. 16. Okay. It walks past Jenny, past Hawari, and it is standing right next to Hawari as it looks and the beam crosses over Bell. Mm. And it sees you. It, like, takes a deep breath. What do you do? It takes a deep breath. It's, it's taking a deep breath like it's about to do to something. To yell? Mm, mm, message, whisper. Um, so what am I hiding under? Or do we didn't... Up to you. That's up to you. So I'm definitely hiding it's, it's under cool. It's a... like right next to Hawari and it passed you on the way. Okay. So I'd imagine I'm underneath probably some sort of like table. Okay. Like, you know, kind You're of... down like, low. Down low underneath a table that... I was afraid of because there's definitely things mislabeled on top. Mm-hmm. I, I personally assume are mimics. Yeah. Um, I quickly jump up to launch the table and fling whatever mimics might be on the table towards <laughs> the creature. <laughs> I nice. love that. That's a good move. Any moves from you, Hori? Or um, Bell? I was going to ask if I could use Mage Hand to cover its mouth. Does that work? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can, but it's like um, it's like a ghost hand. It wouldn't <laughs> stop any sound. <laughs> it's like an invisible ghost yeah. hand. I'm making why, claw yeah, I was motions. Say, why are you making weird movements? Claw what, hands. What if you th- put a mimic in its mouth? True. <laughs> That is a the great idea. Flung, just shove them all Grab in the thing's mouth. Grab one and just shove it right down its throat. With the mage hand? Yeah. I can, I can carry really objects, clever. manipulate them, etc. Good. Nice call, Jenny. All right. So, um, give me a, a, a sleight of hand from you, Hawari, and 
Actually, no, not sleight of hand. Let's do perception from you, so you okay. can make sure you grab the right thing. All right, can I do at advantage because I know what's going on? Yes, okay. because you identified him before. And um, for you, just give me, um, let's say, athletics check to see how well you launch this table. I got 13. Or stealth check if you want to try and launch it quietly. I do want to launch it quietly. So let's do stealth. What'd you get? 13. 13? Okay. Um, that would be 14 for stealth. Okay. Excellent. Good to know. All right. So you grab a spoon labeled knife on the wall <laughs> with your mage hand. And when you <laughs> grab it, the spoon immediately erupts into this writhing purple mess. Um, <laughs> you know what it is? It's kind of like a... When the symbiote kind of goes over Eddie Brock's face in the Venom trailer, ah! where like teeth just appear in like a spiral and line up, it's just like a teeth just are growing out of nothing and it starts flailing, and you jam it into this Nothic's mouth right as it is about to scream. And at the same time, this table just like lifts up its legs. Jenny like pushes it into the air and then grabs it so that everything on it is launched forward. Let's see. Okay. So, he's only hit by one mimic, which hits him in the back and starts flailing. But he's also hit by a real knife. (laughs) 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 So, we're looking at four damage from a knife. And we're looking at... Nine... 13. 13 mimic damage. That's a pretty good start. This thing is stuck. It's got a mimic in its mouth. Oh, I should do the damage for the mimic in its mouth. I'll do those a D8 instead because it is inside of it. Nice. Another 8 damage on there. So you hit him for 21 damage. You bloody it instantly. Sick. <laughs> this takedown tactic. So now, Bell, now that your teammates have helped you out, what are you thinking? I'm going to try to snipe him with a hand crossbow. <laughs> from, so from under the table, yes. wherever you're hiding, you just pull out your little hand crossbow and just pew, yeah. fire a shot. I got a 14 to hit. You miss. Oh, damn. It rides and you this um bolt flies off into the distance. Um, Son of a bitch. It hits the wall. Kind of impacts... And just kind of, like, scatters to the ground. You hear, like, a, sm- a slight sound, like, as it lands. Um, nothing terribly loud. Let's roll for initiative real quick. Nothic is sitting easy with a 16. <laughs> Nat 20. Ooh. Nice. Bell- so Bell's first. Okay. Uh, I had a 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. 20. Nat 20. Another nat 20. Yeah. Ah, wow. So whose dexterity is higher between Hawari and Bell? I got 10. Oh, I got, I'm higher because I got a 15. Hell yeah, you go first. All right. Bell, you are first Very in the order. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't hit it with my, with my hand crossbow. You did miss. I did miss at 14. Mm-hmm. Damn, it's armor class is high, huh? It's up there. Fine. I'm going to try. You to, barely missed, though. I'm going to try to to 
slash at its ankles with my knife. So you're still down on the ground? Yes. I'm trying to stay low. All right. Um, low enough to where you are prone? No. So you're like crouching? crouching? yeah. Okay. So you stab at his legs. Fifteen? Fifteen is just enough to hit. Oh, hell yeah. So give me that sweet damage. Ha. Uh, three. Three. So you kind of, like, graze the edge of his Nothic's foot. Um, it tries... <laughs> you can hear, like, a... A muffled scream. Like it's trying to... Like someone howling through like a sheet of Play-Doh. <laughs> no, guess. no! Like, <laughs> um, you knock it for three. I would All feel right. worse if it wasn't like, you know, some horrific yeah, thing it, that's it, thirsted for dark knowledge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a weird mutant. I mean, Bell doesn't feel anything, but I would feel worse. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else for you? Or are you trying to stay low? Trying to stay low. All right. Hawari, it is up to you. Okay. I, since we're kind of, uh, Jenny and I are kind of like up. So I want to, let's see. You've seen Belle kind of like crawl out from under the table yeah. where they're hiding and just like stab at its legs. Do you, um, to change my weapon type, is that a full action or is it a, like a bonus action? That's a great question. It is an action. It's a full action. It is a full action to summon your weapon to your hand, mm-hmm. um, but you can summon it in whatever shape you need. And then mm-hmm. it is another action to change it. Oh, so I can't just attack right now with my weapon. We didn't do this before. So wh- no. what I'll say is you can have it be its default form. Right. As whatever you'd like. That's fine. Um, I want to try to uh, attack with it and like... Th- Either, like, throw it, or, depending on how close I am, stab it in the face. Oh, yeah, face. It, it's, like, right next to you. Okay. I just want to take this axe and just, like, jam it into its face. So you're just going to go and kind of cleave that eye in two? Not even cleave, just... Smack? Just, a, like, a hard drive of the blade into the face. All right, give me that attack roll. Alrighty. Uh, Thirteen. That is not quite enough. As it writhes, it kind of gets out of the way, and you kind of catch one of the harder chitinous edges off the side of its head, mm-hmm. and doesn't quite find purchase. Damn. Um, what else you got? Uh, let's see. I got a bonus action. Um, I might as well just go for Hexblade's Curse on it. Okay, so you hit him with the Hexblade's Curse. And uh, just a heads up for everybody, that means that any attack that you use on it crits on both 19 and 20. Oh. Cool. Beep. All right, it is cursed. On its turn, it is going to try and pull the mimic baby out of its mouth. It's just a baby. Uh, it succeeds. Oh, damn it. It pulls it out of its mouth and it chitters. Um, Kind of like uh, the ghosts in The Grudge. Never seen The Grudge. Oh, it makes this like really nasty like uh, sound. Oh, the yeah. throat noise. It, a bad, it makes a bad throat noise. Oh, I'd imagine its throat is kind of fucked up from having a mimic baby Shred inside of up. it. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> Maybe there's more coughing in there. <laughs> yeah. And it turns to you, Hawari. Mm-hmm. And it tries to hit you with a rotting gaze. 
Give me a constitution saving throw. A rotting gaze? Yeah, it's eye kind of like... So it's this bright green color, mm-hmm. and it looks like a cloud starting from the outside it spirals inward, and the eye goes dark mm. as a pulse of necrotic energy kind of washes over you. How, uh... How, um... How close is it to me? It is in melee range with you. So, five feet? Yes. Okay. Alright, so I have advantage... On the saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So it's constitution. Okay. Hold on. Let me read. I did not even see what that was. Uh, 16 both times. Hey, nice. Uh, That is enough. Okay. You beat it and you take no damage. And I also can use my reaction to make a melee attack. You can. Oh, yeah, because you picked a mage slayer. All right. So I'm going to go for the axe again and see if I can get it to work. Slay this mage. I'm going to try. Okay, I got a 24. That okay. definitely hits. Okay, I'm going to wield it two-handed. Nice. I'm gonna get... God, I can remember what the D10 is. It kind of looks like a UFO. <laughs> this guy, right here. That's the one, yeah. <laughs> you can't see in the uh, thing, but... Hit for 12 damage. That's a good hit. This Nathic is looking pretty bad. Um, so that's down to... Okay. Sweet. Good to know. Um, that was actually the Nothic's turn, and it didn't get to do much. All in all, this combat is still pretty quiet. Good. Ginny, up to you. So I'm torn between trying to uh, grapple it using the table, mm-hmm. or just punching the shit out of it with my trident. I mean, it is bloodied. It is. It's I'm not looking too good, so it's up to you, but I think you have a good chance either way. I'm going to attack it straight on with my trident, but I'm also going to quickly class pla- cast Planar Warrior on myself, mm-hmm. or a bonus action, pick one creature, takes yeah. force damage, 1d8. So I'm going to, boop, Planar Warrior, I'm going for this thing. Give it to him. Come Give on. it to him. <laughs> I'm going to use luck. <laughs> Alright, that's two out of three. That would be thirteen. That is not enough. Oh, shit. It worms out of the way. Oh, so you kind of like punch at it with the deck with the um the mm-hmm. trident head. I have to keep remembering it's not the actual trident anymore, it's yeah. just the head. Which makes it kind of cooler. I mean it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It's actually. like a it's like a really wide sigh. Yeah. yeah. Jenny is just like becoming a really badass intern. Um It's true. Dorseman LinkedIn. You did miss, unfortunately. <laughs> Frick. Um give me a slight of hand check. Seventeen. Seventeen, perfect. You don't accidentally break anything with your miss. Good. Um Bell, the order returns to you. Me. Sorry. You can cut this if you want. What's that? How much HP does it have left? Seven. Okay, never mind. Uh, I I have extra damage on it I forgot to add. Because oh. of Hexblade's curse. Oh, how much was it? Twelve extra. Uh, Twelve. Two extra. Two extra? Okay. okay. Down to five. Sorry. No, okay. no worries. I'm going to try to stab it again. I'm going to try to stab it again. Stab it. No, I don't. You miss. I miss. Give me a sleight of hand check. Huh, not great. So as you swing out with your... Yeah. You try to stab out with your short sword. Mm-hmm. You miss. <sighs> and you stab a glass beaker. God 
Shatter Damn it. Damn it. You hear shuffling of feet in the great. room beyond. This infiltration mission is not going great. Okay, we can we can salvage this. Can we? How are you? What's up? Oh, um, all right. Move. I'm a. Can cantrips be a bonus action or no? It's your full action. Cantrips are an action okay. unless the cantrip itself says it's a bonus action. Some are, but most aren't. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try and hit this thing. I leave it to y'all. Um, to hopefully distract the thing in the next room. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Is that is that good? I guess. Okay. I'm gonna try. Uh, 24 to hit. That, oh, wait. What did you roll on that die? Uh, what was the dice roll? 19. Crit. That's a crit, because you have Hexblades <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Okay, um, so it's a crit. So I'm gonna attack two-handed again. So you get 2d10. Two plus d10. your strength. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Um, plus two also. Oh, yeah. Let's see, so that's... Oh, man, I don't even know what that one was. So that's a three... Six, so nine. So that's 11 plus strength. Yeah. Uh, so 14. Oh my, you behead it. <laughs> Just a clean cut. Its head rolls. Um, I throw up a little bit. I'm sorry, Jenny. Bell or Jenny, give me a dexterity check. I believe that's a 16. Yeah, 16. 16. Both of you reach out as Hawari laps the head off of this thing. You both see it rolling through the air and you both reach out simultaneously and just catch it. And then, <laughs> yeah, uh, slam it hits the ground. And then slam I slam it. dunk it into the open uh, glass hole. I <laughs> back into the tube. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> From downtown, <laughs> you launch this severed Nothic head into this, op- this open tunnel thing. Welcome to the jam. <laughs> um. Good, good job, everybody. <laughs> you hear the door that is closed, the knob jingle as someone opens it, and you can Great. hear a voice from beyond the door go, God damn it, did they break another one? <gasps> Hold on. And you hear him trying to get the door open. It's like, it's so damn dark. Uh, I'm going to... There's, like, the rest of the corpse, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to... Um, <laughs> mm, what am I gonna do? Put it, put it next to heads. put it next to all the mimics on the ground. Yes. Or okay. All right. I'm gonna put it near all the mimics on the ground mm-hmm. to make it look like they've performed a murder. <laughs> and then I'm going to hide. <laughs> like step on the neck hole a little bit so it looks a little messier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Good idea. I need <clears throat> stealth from everyone, and then after I get your stealth, I'll get your perception. As well. Twenty-three. Twenty-five. Okay. For stealth. Twenty-three for stealth and a solid four for perception. Mm. Six for stealth, but fifteen for perception. Oh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. A twenty-four for perception. Oh, I'm sorry, a five. A five? For perception. Okay. And your stealth is above 23? 20, 20, 25. Six. <laughs> All right. Um, you see a wood elf, kind of like a 
ashy brown skin, dark hair, maybe five and a half feet tall. Not the tallest. Come into the room wearing arcane brotherhood robes that are this kind of mustard yellow. And Cast invisibility on yourself. Can I do that at this moment? Yes. Okay, bam. Done. Bam. <laughs> invisible. Hawari vanishes from sight. I don't um, at the hole. <laughs> Jenny and Belle think they've found great hiding spots in this room. As he goes into the room, sees the severed head of the Nothic, and like the three mimics that hit him just kind of like worming around on the ground. One of them turns into like a toy duck. It's cute. <laughs> One of them stays as a tooth thing and just gnashes, and another one turns into a clipboard. Um, Jenny. It's weird that I cast luck on whatever you rolled. You <laughs> are critically hit as you feel teeth sink into the back of your neck. Huh, I think I actually can cast luck on what you roll. Can you use luck to re-roll my roll? I believe so. Interesting. Wait, what? Did, how did how did Jenny got get hit? Jenny leaned back into their hiding spot, and on the shelf above them, they pressed their head up against what I was Jenny actually went, yeah minute. jumped in the hole jumped into the hole well where the water is yeah where the water is you didn't, say, you didn't say fast enough well that's why I had you roll for stealth and perception oh. the perception to see if you backed up your hiding space had a mimic in it oh oh okay although got if got you jumped it. into the hole there would be a mimic in there anyway. Because it was attached to the head of the thing. Oh, it true. Was there yeah. a mimic attached to it? Because it got it out of its mouth. It took it out of its mouth, but it was still there. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, either way, it works. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was confused. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm confused. All good. Uh, lucky. Here we go. Um... Uh, <laughs> That lucky only worked for your rolls. Uh, you can also spend one luck point when an attack roll is made against you. Okay. To re-roll the attack roll against you? Yeah, and All right. choose whether the attack uses the uh, the attacker's roll or yours. Alright, so now you roll this attack roll. <laughs> You'll never get it in the box. You're just too hype. That's a three. Ah, I think you want to take I'm going to choose that one. So you feel this thing try to chew into the back of your neck. You, this the teeth of this thing perfectly glides past all of the vital bits, and you take no damage. Oh, word! As a mimic starts crawling on your back, you are bitten, but you're fine. However, you do have a mimic crawling on the back of your neck now. <laughs> Drown it. Go underwater. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna just down below. Yeah, I can I can wait it out. That's true. Um, all right, I wonder if a mimic is amphibious. I didn't write it down. I'll look it up later. Um, the elf who come, who came into the room, looking around, he sees the severed, or the decapitated body of this Nothic in the room, and he's like, oh my god, what? I have to tell, I have to tell Rizix, Rizix! And he immediately turns around and goes to the other room. He's like, Rizix! Big problem! Big problem! Ugh, we gotta get this out thing. of here. Okay. Oh, shit. He leaves the room. It's empty. Save mm. for you guys. I wonder, is it just the two of them? Seems like it might be. 
Rizix is the other name that we saw written down, right? Yes. Yeah, so, so they're the two Leonum scientists. And Rizix. Uh, and this dude wasn't a tiefling, so mm-hmm. presumably mm-hmm. Rizix is the one. Um, because my worry is they're going to come in here and also see that there's a hole right. drilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not great. Well, I am invisible. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> I'm also going to turn invisible. Sorry, Jenny. Um, I'm thinking what we can do. I can cast fog cloud again, mm-hmm. and we break every bit of glass in this room to hide the fact that we drilled a hole through he- this glass. <laughs> One wall. glass. Can we? Can we get a glass and cut it in the exact shape <laughs> of well, the hole? Hmm. Well, could I grab the the glass circle that we cut out and just put it back? I guess we could. Um, and then, if one of you is invisible, you can hold it in place. Well, I think if they come back in here, maybe we, one of us could try and run ahead and do that. But I think maybe one of us staying here. Unless, are we going to stay in this room or are we going to fall after them? I'm going to follow after. Okay. I cast invisibility and I'm going to follow after. Okay. All right. Give me a stealth check with advantage. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. So, you follow after this guy. He makes his way into another room where you can see what looks like walls lined with... uh, What's the best way to describe this? Give me just a sec. When When you make your way into the next room, it seems like this room is some sort of research room Mm -hmm. it looks like this is where the scientists take their own notes um maybe the other room is for experiments and this is for them to kind of collect their thoughts do their research there are bookshelves on each of the walls and there are more of these tanks Mm -hmm. lining the walls um they don't seem to have any grates in and out of them like the one you came in through with the water and they seem to be empty okay there are two desks set up, and at one of them is a tiefling. The, the tiefling you, I saw? The one you saw from your uh, mind probe of Kagak, mm-hmm. um, who you now know to be Rizix. And the elf is kind of worked up, and he's like, you need to get in there really quick. There's been a problem with the help. One of our sentries is out. No head. I've never seen the mimics do anything like this. <laughs> and Rizix is like, can't wait. I'm, we haven't found our asset yet, and I'm really on edge about it. Their asset, I don't know huh? who knows. I'm starting to get nervous. My brother hasn't reported. I can this wait. What are you doing mm. while they're having this conversation? I'm just going to watch. All right. So you wa- you wait and watch. The elf is like, he says, I'm, I have to remind you that we are under a very strict timetable. Setback or not, we're going to get to a point where we're going to have to push forward without him. And if, I think we, if you ask me, we passed that point already. And now our Nothics are winding up dead. 
the mimics are out of control, or even worse, someone else is here. We don't know what's going on. We haven't heard anything from base. We have to figure out what we're doing. And Rizik is like, okay, okay. I'll take a look for myself. Wait for me in the back room. And don't go anywhere. Bell from the corner. No, it's okay. You're all alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here. Rizik's kind of walks past. Bell, give me a stealth check as he almost brushes past you on the way into the room. Do I get advantage? You do. Twenty-two. Beats nineteen. Oh. <laughs> I'm glad I have double proficiency on stealth. <laughs> he almost steps on your foot accidentally. I'm like as he walks out of the room, and you kind of scoot it back just quick enough, just quietly enough to evade him as he goes by. You can practically feel his breath. He gets so close to you as he walks past. Mm. But he doesn't notice you. Nice. You see... Oh, what is his name? Leoman? Leonum. Leonum, the elf. Go to the back of the room at a bookshelf. And he pulls a particular tome out of the wall. And like in everyone's favorite episodes of Scooby-Doo, the bookcase swings open. Yes. As he does. Yes. Revealing a separate room in the back. He goes inside... And you can see a uh, light click on before he pulls the bookshelf closed behind him. Can I notice which book he pulled? Give me a perception check. Sixteen. You do. Nice. Meanwhile, Hawari and Jenny. Jenny, you are in the water, presumably, mm-hmm. trying to drown this mimic. Mm-hmm. It tries to bite you again, but isn't successful. And eventually you're able to pull it off and just kind of toss it down below. Mm-hmm. Hawari, how are you hiding in the room? I know you're invisible. invisible. Are you just, are you under something? Are you standing still? I'm, uh, I'm trying to think what my options are. I'm, would you say that this wizard is as strong as his brother? I don't know. Or is foolishly weak. Because we kind of decimated his brother, but he can also be kind of a bitch. (laughs) I don't know how how strong these two are together. I don't know if I can take one of them down myself. I do feel like in some form of other life or timeline, we probably fought his brother. Like really hard and almost died. Yeah. In some weird alternate lost timeline. Just a feeling, though. Yeah. Just a hunch. Um, yeah, I'm going to duck underneath, like, a table, like, pretty much as far close to the wall as I can. Okay. You hide on a, behind um, a series of tables, mm-hmm. and Rizix walks into the room, sees the decapitated Nothic, and goes, Ah, oh, not another one. Okay. <laughs> well, he kind of, like, grabs it, he bends down and kind of, like, grabs it by its ankles. And then he starts to stand up, turns around, and is dragging it backwards over towards the tank. Not realizing yet that there is a big hole cut in it. Because uh, he's kind of approaching it backwards. Um, 
Uh, Don't use a spell because it'll make you not invisible anymore. Any cantrips? Yeah. Cantrips make me not invisible. Anytime you cast anything Ooh. while invisible, but you, you can become you can like invisible. make noise and do yeah, other things. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, all right, I'm going to see if I can find something small around me, maybe like a shard of glass or something like that, mm-hmm. and just kind of like toss it towards like the tanks or something that will kind of alert and be like, oh shit! Just catch, bring his attention to another part of the room, like the opposite, like like a Metal Gear, like what was that noise? Okay, type <laughs> nice. thing. You have skid a, let's say you find like a um, a spoon or something mm-hmm. on the ground, dropped by one of uh, by Jenny's table flip, and you just kind of scoop it up in your hands and you whip it across the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah. I, well, okay, it's fine. You whip it across the room and it kind of impacts on the door frame leading back into the room where he came from. Sick. And he looks up. <laughs> What was that noise? (laughs) (laughs) He drops the Nothic's ankles and kind of steps over its body, making his way towards. He walks right past you on his way to investigate. Do you do anything on his way past? Or do you let him go? I think I'm going to let him go for now, just because I'm, like, I don't want to cast anything, and I don't want to call attention to my position or Jenny's. Okay. You scoot past, or he scoots past you. He picks up the, he bends down to the spoon. He kind of like looks at it, tries to see if it's got a label on it or not that he can see. He can't see it, so he kind of like touches it with his foot, and then confident that it's a real spoon, he picks it up and he's like, <sighs> he kind of holds it in his hand and just considers it briefly. What's going on here? <laughs> Bell. Yes. What are you doing? Actually, while you are sitting there observing this bookcase, mm-hmm. you, oh, the spoon Hawari kicks kind of like bounces <laughs> off the doorframe near you and lands practically right at your feet. And then you see Rizix come back in right next to you to pick this thing up. I stand still. Just perfectly still? Mm-hmm. What's your plan here? Wait for him to leave. Just overall. I want to examine the room and see if I can find any, like, notes or papers or important documents that will kind of tell me what's going on. Okay. If I can do an investigation check of any sort. So, in a, after a brief, tense moment, he leaves. I got nerves of steel, baby. Goes back to the other room to continue moving this nothic. <laughs> Do your investigation check. Let's see what you got. All right, I'm dumb. 14. 14? You kind of turn over what you can um, as quietly as you can. You, It's mostly lab notes um, and maybe some shipping setups. They're trying to find an optimal way to breed mimics of a smaller size. I mean, I could tell you that just from um, being in the science room. It is an arcane brotherhood strategy. So you see failed trials, um, notes. You were able to, tracing their notes back to when the lab opened, which seems like it was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. You also get the idea that this is some sort of secret project for them. Um, it only ever registers Rizix for the first month or so, and then Leonin from the second month on. And we are maybe in like the fourth or fifth month of trials now. Mm-hmm. See, I have a feeling that Rizix is probably pretty strong. 
mm-hmm. because I have a feeling that he's the one who put the gears on Kigak. Mm-hmm. So I'm worried about fighting him, basically. Because mm-hmm. he was in the room with Kagak with all that stuff. I'm like, did he put the geas on Kagak? I don't trust any of this. I don't know. Rizix makes his way back into the room. I'm going to chill in lab. a corner. Do you want to... What corner? Oh, wait, is he... No, he's in the lab again. He, w- he went back into the lab. Okay, fine, fine. Um, so you were in, a, in the room by yourself with this uh, bookcase door. You're going to make me go through the bookcase door. It's up to you. You can I know. do whatever. It's just the dragons, baby. You can do whatever you want. I know. <laughs> but, like, okay, what I want to do uh-huh. is go sabotage the guy behind the bookcase, but I don't know how strong he is either. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to fucking get my ass kicked by some wood elf. <laughs> Motherfucker. <Fair. laughs> <laughs> some strong elf. <laughs> do we... Because hmm. um, the one that's behind the bookcase is Rizik or Leonum? Leonum. Leonum. And Rizik is the one who's kind of like, Ugh. Yeah. And Rizik is the one that you are worried yeah, about? Yeah. Because I'm trying to think, if he goes back to the lab and the other guy is in the secret room, maybe we can all take Rizik at once. That's true. But also we'd be calling super attention to ourselves. Yeah, I think I'm going to, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull the book that makes the book shelf open. Okay. And I'm, but I'm going to like kind of stand behind it as it swings open. What are you doing, Jenny? Let's see. I'm still sitting in the water and the bookcase is in a different room. It's in a yes. different room. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I'd imagine at this point you're aware that Rizix is around and dragging that corpse towards yeah. you or was until the distraction. Right. So we got to think of something quick because we can't have him keep going back and forth in between rooms. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get caught in the Metal Gear guard loop. <laughs> like, mm. so let's say like one of the things we could do is the classic fog cloud and then press digitation to make it sound like all the mimics are like popping up and things are breaking. Mm, we could do that. That's true. That's a classic move. Yeah. And then, mm. then we could just kind of like scamper out or mm. hide until... Mm stuff dies down is um is the bookcase currently open no i'm about to open it okay so maybe it would be a good time i mean obviously i can't tell you this but it would be a good Mm -hmm. time for a distraction so that when that bookcase opens yeah that guy hears the noises from the other room and runs and i can can check the secret i can check the secret room the only thing is that i'll stop being invisible but we'll have a fog cloud that's true how long does that fog cloud last i believe a minute Okay. Uh, let me double check. It's okay. I'll be your backup. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so are you going to open this? Yes. All right. Give me a perception check as you approach. Okay. Oh, one hour. Oh, oh sick. Okay. Yeah. How big would you say this room is? Not huge. What's the, area, what's the area on Fog Cloud? Uh, 120 feet. Oh, we're good, I oh, think. Oh, easily. Yeah. yeah. Would it fill the this other is, room as well if the door's like, open? This may be a 20, 30-foot room. Mm-hmm. No, like 10 feet by 20 feet. It's pretty oh, small. I'm sorry. It's a 120-feet range, 20-foot radius sphere. Oh, yeah. Sphere. You can fill up this room and a little bit of the next. Okay. Perfect. I got a 21. A 21? Um, as you approach, you kind of like get them close. You're trying to trying to be as sneaky as you can as you find this book. And when you do, you can hear muffled sounds from beyond the wall as if it's speaking. But it's in a language unfamiliar to you. Hmm. Um, And it is 
a surprisingly low guttural voice. Ooh, I don't like that. Maybe I don't want to open this bookcase. It's up to you. Fuck. Do you, is there any way to ascertain, like, if you know what language it is, but you can't tell what they're saying? You could give me a history check. You might be able to catch the pieces of the language. It's a 12. It's a rare language. You're not certain. Mm, Okay. They got demons and shit going on in that other tower. I just don't trust any of this. (laughs) Oh, no, this is extremely sus. That's why we're here. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to open the bookshelf. All right, you open the bookshelf. But I'm going to be behind it and still invisible. So you're going to kind of, like, hug the door as Mm -hmm. it opens. So you're kind of, like, between the door and the Mm -hmm. wall. Gotcha. You pull it open, and you hear this kind of, like, um... (laughs) It's almost like a a slurp. Mm. Very brief, very quick. Someone has a slurpee, is what... Ah, the whole time. The whole time. And then you hear um, Leonin go... Physics? Is that you? Is everything okay? Hope you guys are making loud distractions in the other room. We're about to. Meanwhile, you two. We look at each other and we're like, yeah, it's time. <laughs> like, you see like a little like cloud appearing like right above the water. Um, as Rizix gets, goes into the other room, as you guys are setting things up, he looks across the room and a glint of light catches on the rim of the circle you've cut. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> a fog cloud erupts in the room. And then prestidigitation and uh, make it sound like all the mimics are like either shattering out of the glass or like going nuts in some way. It's their fault. They did it. So you, oh, you know what you could do with prestidigitation? What's up? Um, any drawers or anything? Mm-hmm. You can open them. Hell yeah. All simultaneously. Hell yeah. So you do like a haunted house show. Yes. <laughs> drawers. Drawer slamming open. Like spooky yeah. haunted house. I mean, it's Scooby-Doo like, bookcase. Yeah. We might as well go with it. Hell yeah. And I'm just going like, to shatter the rest of this wall by the circle. Okay. Oh, so you're shattering the wall. Or well, the, the tank itself? Yeah. Like, with that, I'm kind of... I'm just going to might as well, like, fuck it, got time to get out of here. Glass explodes outwards, and shards just kind of shred through the room. Uh, the drawers are opening and closing, <laughs> and you can hear these kind of, like... Shards of glass getting stuck into the wood, like like ghost noises. Like how far into the room? I mean, it's a pretty small room. The entire room is now fog. Okay. Could... And the Yonan hears the glass explode in the other room. And he's like, "They're here, intruders!" Oh shit! I feel and like... You see him run past the elf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he so, runs past you, misses you completely, sees the fog. He's like, Rizix, are you in there? Rizix is coughing. I'm going to peer into the the open bookshelf thing. Are you? So you go in, are you going to shut up behind you? No, I'm just going to peer in for for first, like, and just to make sure it's not spooky. Okay. We'll resolve that in just a moment. Uh-huh. You two. Let's try and just cut around them hopefully under the cover of fog and noise, and get where Bella's are, like, near that room or inside the room. Can you throw invisibility on both of us? Uh, I only have one spell slot, and I'm already not invisible, unfortunately. Well, shit. Yeah, so I you would... Can't, you, we can cast in, uh, invisibility on two people, but not at this level. 
Yeah, and I only have one slot, and I want to make sure I have it just in case. But, I mean, hopefully we can try to cut around them in the fog, or if there's anything else we can do. Hmm. Okay. Because what I'm thinking that might be very helpful is mm-hmm. if if you turn yourself invisible and, like, get out of there, I can probably wedge myself and hold myself into the little tube area. Like, where that we originally tried, like, pushing you up to that you had to, like, shimmy up. I uh-huh. can probably just, like, hide in there for a little bit. Mm. And then, um, hopefully wait them out if you could just, like, break a couple of more glass tubes in there on your way out. I'm just really worried. That that sounds fine, but I'm just really worried that if I only have one spell slot, um, we might run into trouble later. Mm. Well, but I don't know if we have any more options. What are you trying to do? Make me invisible, and Jenny runs back down in the tube and hides in there. I mean, if you're just in the tube, though, they're going to be around there. You should just get out of it at this point. The The room is filled with fog, so no one yeah. can really see you move around that well. We can stealth at advantage, anyway. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to just try that? I just worry that if I have no more slots, then I could easily die. Yeah, or yeah. and also, if later. you hide in there, they might investigate it, and aren't you, we supposed to be keeping a low profile in the hiney hole? Well, <laughs> our profile yeah. is kind so, of blown, but... And, but we're so it's only one of them is in here, and the uh, wood elf is still he's making his way into the lab. So okay. if we can get past them and get into the room, we can shut the bookcase behind us. All three of us will be in there. Yeah, that does sound good. All right, because as long as we can get in there, and then yeah, let's stealth and let's break some more glass just to hide the fact that we, where we came in from. Okay, sounds good. Okay, you guys are breaking shit. Um, give me perception checks. That'd be a nine. Got a twelve. Okay. Um, both of you can hear Leonin rush into the room, and you can hear Rizik's um, kind of protest. He's like, what are you... And Leonin's like, we have to go. We have to... You know what we have to do. And there, he's practically dragging him back towards the other room. <laughs> Bell. Yes. You are in this hidden back room. Yes. Inside... Mm-hmm. It is a really small room, practically a closet, mm-hmm. one desk. Mm-hmm. The walls are lined with paper. Mm-hmm. And on the corner of the desk, dominating most of the space, is this large chunk, maybe the size of like a, a watermelon or so, mm-hmm. of this red crystalline gemstone that's been hacked and hewn into all sorts of rough shapes. It looks like it's the same kind of rock that the iron stone you have is made of. Oh, shit. You find documents strewn throughout all sorts of different things, talking about different places, different people, and you can hear one set of footsteps and one step of someone being dragged back into the room. All right. They're still invisible. I'm going to hide under the desk. You hide under the desk. Yes. Okay. Inside that room. Yes. Okay. The two of you are breaking shit, and they are howling. Um, Rizix is... He takes his um, magic wand, and he shoots a firebolt into the distance, but it's at nothing, and it doesn't hit any of you. You can just see this streak of light kind of, like, part through the fog before it kind of fills back in. Mm-hmm. As you guys are just smashing everything you can find. Like, as we're running out of the room? Mm-hmm. 
Are you chasing after Vizix and Leonin, or are you going... We're going to the other... I would... I thought we were going to go towards where... I mean, we don't really know exactly where Bell is. We know Bell went to the other room. Right, but so, now that's mm-hmm. where they're going. Oh, okay. I got confused. Sorry. Um, yes. Um, Leonin is dragging Rizix into the room where Bell went, and Bell is in a side room that's connected to that room. He's uh, like, that room's closet. Oh, shit. I feel like we should probably go the other way. Mm. There is another way, which is where the Nothic came in from. Mm-hmm. A room that none of you have gone into yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to solidify the layout of this in my head. I mean, I guess we can go into that room. Then we don't really have a lot of options otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we could at least hide in there. And, yeah. Like, if anything, they'll go investigate the mm-hmm. busted up room now. Right. Okay. Because I thought they were in that room. Anyway, no, never mind. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys make your way into the other room. Mm-hmm. It is... Kind of a cold, dark room. Kind of sparse. There looks like there's um, <laughs> it almost looks like a uh, like a bird perch on the wall, and you can see kind of an area where it's less dusty, where presumably the Nothic would hang upside down by its feet to sleep. <laughs> and there looks like there is a um, almost like a um, an old outhouse door mm-hmm. on the wall. And you can feel a breeze kind of coming in from beyond that door. Okay. It is dark. Belle. Mm-hmm. You can see Leonin drag Rizix into the room with you. <sighs> it is now very cramped in here as he closes the door. You are hidden. And they, the two of them immediately begin to argue. Rizix is like, what is the meaning of this? We could take whoever it is. And Leonin is like, you know what they said. No traces. We can't be found down here. Are you going to do it or am I going to do it? And Rizix is like, we've gone too far to burn it all and start over. Do you interrupt? Um, Or do you wait? I wait. I'm afraid. I'm afraid, but I was just like, holy shit, something's happening. You hear Leonin's voice change. It kind of drops to this low, guttural sound. Oh, no. And it speaks in this bizarre voice. You can actually, from where your vantage point is, give me a perception check. You're kind of like down underneath looking up at them. Yes, I'm hugging the wall (laughs) under the fucking desk. I'm for dear life. Scared. Oh, not very good. Hold on. Eight. Eight. Um, you catch a whiff of a, of a, a strange stink. Like a brimstone kind of sulfur? Less of a brimstone, more of like a dead fish. Oh, no. And Leonin says, You heard the boss. No traces. The sides of Leonin's face open up as if they are split, as if his face is split down the middle vertically. Help. His hair <laughs> unfurls into long, like, octopus tentacles. Help. As he grabs Rizix's face from the front. His face inside Leonin's awful, sideways, deep sea fish mouth. And they struggle before Leonin. Cracks his neck. Oh, God, help me. (laughs) 
Oh, Lord, tiefling help hits me. The, oh. <laughs> this tiefling oh. hits the ground dead. The two of you, uh, not in the room, give me perception checks. Oh, God. Oh, I got trapped in here with the worst thing. Ah! 21. One. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! We're outside. It looks lovely out here. Yeah. Jenny, you hear the struggle. Mm-hmm. You hear this argument and you hear this thud on the ground from the other room. Belle, you see this thing turn around. This, its skin is kind of wet and clammy after this like bizarre shape shifting thing. It is still the same size, but it's it's um basically from where the bridge of the nose down to the bottom of the chin is kind of split into this horrible like sideways mouth thing. Its mouth hangs open. It's got teeth and like a horrific, cruel circle lining the edge of this super wide mouth. Investigate what it might be. That would be history or arcana. Oh god. Uh well I got a natural one, so I don't know shit. I'm afraid of it. You have no fucking clue. I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) This deep thing gurgles as it is speaking in some sort of mysterious language you do not know of. Can it please go away? Can it please leave this room? I'm afraid. It opens up its mouth and looks down towards the ground past you. And it clicks and you hear... It's like this psychic scream shoots down. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh, Jesus Lord. Not great. The dice are against you today. Ten. Ten. You are stunned by this thing. So it just hits you like... The psychic scream rips past. Well, luckily I'm Um, just chilling under a desk anyway. Now, give me a concentration check. Oh, fuck me. How do I... Which... What is that? So you need to... It's it's based on constitution. Mm -hmm. And you need to beat... I think it's 13. Oh, well, I don't. What did you get? I got fucking... I don't. I just don't. (laughs) I don't beat 13. The invisibility wears off. Thanks for listening to this episode of 20-Sided Spies. We hope this mission report has proved useful. Further reports become available every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. If you need further information, including other mission logs, agent profiles, and more, infiltrate our website at spiescast.com and find us on Twitter at 20-Sided Spy. And please, before you go, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. It really helps us grow, and we appreciate it a lot. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.